because I think I want to get away anyways. Okay, so you run deeper into the library. Away from... Away from the throne. And the, and the thing's chasing me? Uh, I think some are starting to chase you, but not yet. Okay. Um, Etni. Brim escapes, and for a second it looks like he's going to turn and help you, and then he runs away. <sighs> what do you do? I'm just there. <laughs> you know what? I get to make a move as hard as I want if you give me a golden opportunity. Go for it. <laughs> Any roll 2d6. Okay. Do it. Yeah. I okay. just need I need I need a chance here. Six. Sorry this might hurt. I Go feel like it. you you hear a voice say, "I'm sorry if this hurts." And then there's a crack of purple lightning and thunder. Golden gates spring open, and the shades give you enough space, and like Thorn's there for a second. And he's like He's offering his hand. Uh you're gonna take damage here. Take four lightning damage, sorry. And simultaneously. And he's being marched towards the throne, and the gates are near the throne. Yeah, and so so, so the so Etni gets pulled around a corner, basically, and then she hears the voice. The gates burst open, and like purple lightning. Um, so she's within eye line of the gates. She is, and Thorn's there. Like he's like, we have to move. Oh my. God. God. He's like, I've broken rules, but not against people like this. There's only one place I can take you. <clears throat> can we cut back to? Do you want to cut back to Duncan, Etni? Yeah. Hey, Duncan. Do you, want to roll, do you want to roll Defy Danger here? I'm army crawling. All right. um, <laughs> How are you going about this here? I know where the book is. Or I knew the shelf. I, I think you shelf. should take advantage here. I think this is either quick thinking or acting fast. You I take I, a quest. Would that... I, was I don't, know, ask, I don't, I don't know think that'll help. Because I did divination, so I still know. Yeah, I don't know what that would give you. I don't think... More would, than what your spell is already yeah, giving you right Maybe now. invulnerability to blank... But Maybe, but I don't, I don't know, know if that would help that much. To Lord Vita, uh. <laughs> and I know the the shelf I need is right by the throne and the gate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's defy danger. It doesn't matter. My modifiers are the same for dexterity and intelligence. Mm -hmm. So, oh, whoops. <laughs> oh well. Jesus. So what should I? What I think I it's use? just roll three d six. Take the higher two. Yeah, that's a good. Should I do them all at once, Sam, or should I do them all at <laughs> one at a time? One at a time. What the fuck do I know anymore? Not great. Not ideal. Seven. 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 So you get a worse art outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. Mm -hmm. But I will still succeed in getting to the. Yeah. So you've gone down to like a completely different side of the library, but you get spit out, and here's the lesser. A lesser uh -huh. result. You can see it, but you also see the whole lightning thing with Thorn happen. I see it as it happens. Yeah. You can go to Thorn and, and Etni, or you can go to the book, uh -huh. to the, the shelves that you need and start researching, because you don't even know what you need off of that shelf yet. Lord Vita's throne is empty, right? Yeah. So he's not there. If I mm -hmm. run to Thorn and Etni, it'll still... I mean, I might... No, but you'll be wasting time. That clock is ticking. Before we get pulled out. Yeah. And also those shades are there. How much time has passed in my head if I'm calculating? A few minutes. It's hard to say. A few minutes. Could I roll to find the exact amount? And then if I fail, I just don't know. If you fail, it'll be a lot farther along than you'll want it to be. Oh, that'll change the time. Not me knowing how long it there is. Yeah. So. Ignorance is bliss. I see the crackle, I see the lightning. Yeah. <laughs> and Thorn is reaching his hand out 
or, or he's out of the gate completely. Yeah, so basically what you see from your angle is, like, Etni's being dragged there, um, and then there's just this, like, burst of purple lightning from the gate. I'm peeking um, from behind the shelf. Yeah, and, like, the lightning bolt strikes um, the shades and, like, pushes them away. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Patronus in Harry Potter yeah. against Dementors. Like, uh-huh. they're back for a moment, uh-huh. and Thorn walks across the room and is offering his hand to Etni. <sighs> Uh, neither of them know you're here. Uh huh. Let me go to the shelf, the bookshelf first. Uh, okay. Let's start yeah. scanning. Uh, roll. Okay, we're gonna come back. We're gonna come back to you. I want to get hit up with Brim. Okay. Hey, buddy. Hey, Brim. Hey. You find yourself in the middle of the the stacks. Yeah. Okay, um, am I back? Can I, can I you're you're in control. You're in control again. Okay. Um, well, I'm just gonna. The first thing I'm gonna do is cloak of the night. I'm guessing. Yeah, I could I be think wrong, you... but I would guess that this place is just full of shadows. So this place, I didn't describe this, but this place is mostly lit by the black fire. Yeah. So everything's in weird, fucked up shadows. So yeah. you have all the the wherewithal to do this. Um, I think that will give you. I think that will give you the the opportunity to. I think you should roll it. If I would say, I think you should roll a discern realities here yeah. with advantage. Um, so that you can get a grasp. So Brim can have a grasp on the situation. Yeah. Like I think you can get to like some sort of like you know how like some old old libraries have like yeah. really high ladders. Since you're kind of invisible, you could climb up one of those and get a whole view of the situation. Okay. I guess uh, I'll try and do that. So roll 3d6 plus 1. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is not... Wait, wait, use a different <laughs> dice. Use, use, this is a good dice. <laughs> and watch it. It's not going to get a good roll, but... Five. Uh, not bad. Here, I'll just, we'll just hand Sam random wait, wait, ones. Wait, no, use this one. This one's good, too. This okay. one's a good one. Okay, seven. So you're already at a success. So like, yeah. you know, this one's also good. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's mine. Just don't touch my purple ones. Just don't do it. <laughs> Fuck the purple. Okay, dice. seven. So you get one question this. off the discern, discern realities list. Uh, what are your options here? Oh my god, this has gone just so just poorly. sideways from the very beginning. Yeah, from the very start. <laughs> just holy hell. Um, Coming through. I think Brim not knowing Edney's situation would probably ask. Not knowing one. Oh wait, Will told me, or Duncan told me that he knew where it was, right? Yeah. So I know that he knows where it is. I know that Edney's being captured. Yeah. Or was captured when I last saw her. Uh What should I be on the lookout for? Um. The fact that the, the, the fog has gone away, which means that Otto has gone to go get Vita personally. So they're coming. They're coming. Okay. Um, Do I notice anything general, like the light? Uh, yeah, you notice, you you are now, that's, that's the big thing that I wanted to give you. Yeah. The small thing is, you are now aware of basically the situation up at the front. And you yeah. know that that's where the shit's going down. That's where I need to be. And because of your Cloak of Shadows thing, I think after whatever Duncan does next, you are free to just be in that scene. Okay. No pro- questions asked. Uh, Duncan. I'm looking through all these texts. Just like... Uh, <laughs> how, okay, describe to me how Duncan goes about looking through these texts. I'm just picking up books. And... Uh, it's, it's like, oh, do you want to roll guidance here? Do you want to roll... A discern realities like what what do you want to roll do you know um, what i mean like how do you want to frame this scene yeah and now like... that i'm up close i i think guidance would help okay um, yeah guidance was probably so the best 2d6 plus wisdom uh-huh so 2d6 plus two okay 
I'm trying to. I'm I'm throwing books that aren't useful. Yeah. But they're ancient, like godly tomes. Yeah. Like any one of these things would be yeah. so unbelievably valuable. It's right? like what happens when we die? Who is God? <laughs> what is the meaning of life? Like you're just what like, meaning you're of just life? Like, Why do you think? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like fuck. Can't no, can't no, be worried about that right that, now. Nope. Can't think about why I think. Yep. Too fucking busy. That is a eight. Okay. Uh, um, I think this spell is probably the easiest thing. Is you, you probably want this to be revoked, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, so here's how I'll describe this. I think you get this from all three of your gods. Mm-hmm. So what happens is like out of you come three ghostly images: one pink, one blue, mm-hmm. one green, and they're just like send little ghost copies of you to help you like look oh like so you have so there's four of you basically one of them does what i did and he shakes its teeth at me yeah and (laughs) you uh you find it uh you find the research journals of Otto and lord vita from when they were working on creating vampires and really quickly, you're going through, and like the three of you who are pro, you, you get the feeling that your your magical clones have been enhanced by some amount of godly intelligence uh-huh. here. Um, but they all have a, they have glasses on, yeah. them, like <laughs> professors' jackets, yeah. <laughs> professor <laughs> professor Duncan's. Yeah. Um, um, but the solution comes from two bits of information found from in these journals. One, once a year, Saren breathes. It's kind of hard to know exactly what that means, literally. But doing, during that two-hour period, the structure of the ley lines loosens, uh, like a wire uncoiling a little. And two, during Aro and Lord Vita's experiments, they disco- dissolved a ley line, which didn't destroy its life-giving properties, it just made it so that the ley line was so spread out that it didn't give off any magical influence. The synthesis of this is what it means is that if you performed a ritual during the breath, you could dissolve all of the ley lines in Saren at once, which means that they couldn't be used for any evil purposes ever again. And the world itself would remain healthy and full of life, but the cost would be that there would never again be an arcane mage born in the world. It wouldn't mean magic stops working, it wouldn't mean enchantments stop working. It just means there will be no more arcane mages. With these journals, you could create a ritual. There's one problem. They're complex. You need an expert to make that ritual happen. But you have this information. You have it. Taylor? Do you want to talk? Do I see Duncan? I don't know. I think... um... Because I made the choice to go to the shelf instead of go to them. Mm-hmm. So I think I have to wait until it's my next turn, and then I can decide to make myself known. Am yeah, I, I think um, I think you are on the scene, and you could take some actions here, but, like, within reason, like, use your best judgment. <laughs> yeah, next turn, then yeah. I can make I think the Yeah, I think the next here. thing after this is Brim, but Thorne's there, he's like, no more. No more what? Come on. We have to go. Is it right? I don't care. Etni, I love you. And, um... I'm done watching you hurt. So I'm gonna break any rule, anything, to let you be done. But we gotta go now. I had faith that you and Duncan could take care of things. when I was gone. We're gonna have to have a little faith again. Please don't make me leave you here. We have to go before Vita gets here. 
He can't know I did this. I'll never force you to do anything. If you want me to leave you here, I'll go now. I can't say goodbye again. Okay. And he sticks his wand in his pirate coat. And I think he picks you up. And he like walks past Duncan. Like Duncan, I think you turn around mm -hmm. and Thorne's walking. I think I turn. And he's holding Etni. Because I know Etni was out there mm -hmm. and so was Thorne. And I think I turn and at first I'm like, woo! Etni, we did it! I found it! I am almost gonna take us out in like two minutes. This is great! We did it! I'm like waving the journals above my head. I'm jumping and it's like echoing in this loud, empty, like throne area. Woo! We are back, baby. Thorn, you look great. <laughs> Thanks. We'll. We'll see you when we see you. What do you mean, we? You mean. Like you and Wicker? Because I think it's going to be a while, Thorn. I don't plan on checking out anytime soon. We got two minutes to kill, though. So, what's up? We're going. Unless, and like, Thorn looks at Edney. She takes a hand from around Thorn's neck. He reaches out to put it on Duncan's cheek. <clears throat> uh, does it feel right? It's complicated. I told you if you felt right. Still gonna be there. I point up. We're still have, gonna be there. You have followed me. <laughs> and just been steadfast. And more than I deserve. It's not that I want to leave you. I'll never really leave you. We just have one last ritual. We have one last battle. I can't. Duncan, she's bound to him. If you choose what you've got there, she'll have to fight you or die. He'll be here any moment. I would never make you do anything you didn't want to do. And it's going to be a lot harder and a lot lonelier. But you think we can do it? You think I can do it? All right. That's all I have. There's not a single person in this world who could do it but you. Hear that, Thorn? Why do you think I picked you and not me? <sighs> Alright, you <laughs> love birds. Let's get this show on the road, huh? I dunk it's wiping tears from his face. <laughs> I, is Brim stepped out? Uh I don't think I think Brim is still pretty <clears throat> acutely aware of how much he just pissed off some gods, but and I also think that he doesn't feel like this is, like, his moment as, mm -hmm. as much. But I, I think right before 
right before, like right after that whole conversation happens. Brim is there the whole time, but he doesn't show himself. I think uh, the ending series. Like, I think you chose right. Goodbye forever. And he kind of like touches out. He like touches you, and you just kind of get like a like it brushes you basically. You get like a just like a basically an emotion of like of like uh, peacefulness, I guess. I think Thorn like nods at you, Brim, like yeah. like trying to convey a like I'm trusting you. I love this doofus we're leaving behind. <laughs> but yeah. nobody can do anything alone. Yeah, definitely. And then Thorn says Any are you ready? No. <laughs> I wasn't either. I'm not ready, but I'm okay. No more fighting. No more. And I th- think Thorn starts walking you through the gate. And it clangs behind you. And Duncan and Brim are on the other side. I think Brim fades into shadow. Yeah. You just leave, you leave me standing there <laughs> holding the most sacred and important book in the whole library right in front of the throne, right in front of the gate. No, oh, he's still there. I know, but still, it looks as if I'm... Yeah, alone, yeah. I think that there's a voice. Lord Vita's voice. Grandson, you can't hide from me. Are you sure? (laughs) I was kind of hoping I could. You are a far cry from my daughter. Give it time. Well, that's fair, I guess. And Lord Vita comes around. Oh my god, how much time do we have left? Well, I... (laughs) (laughs) It's not my turn yet. I'm looking at my watch. I'm looking up. Um, and he's in he's in his um weird form, his like twenty foot tall fragmented fragmented cubist form. And I want both of you to take the ability the wisdom ability. Uh, confused, I believe. It is hard to look at. Um and then I think Otto comes around the other side, like, just as tall as him, a hurricane, a tornado given life, with, like, two burning eyes, one looks like the sun and the other like the moon, and she says, my, oh my, aren't you chosen special, Duncan? Um, and I think both of you should take the, uh, uh, stunned debility as well. This sucks. And they're like, now, we can't hold you forever. And at this moment, you both feel this, like, tug up. So the timer's the, kicked in. The timer's kicked in, but you're not coming back. They're holding you down by force. Oh, so the hatchet's been pulled. Yeah. There's still a force pulling us. Yeah. It's okay, we can do this. And like, <laughs> I, I, I grab Rimgar's hand, I hold his hand. <laughs> and they're like, we can't hold you forever. They're like Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Fred just took Daphne into hell and left us. <laughs> oh, what a moment. <laughs> If it wasn't for you meddling paladins and vampires and your ley lines. Look, says Lord Vita. We can't keep you here. And might I say I am somewhat impressed. Thank you. We'd like Uh, you to hear us out. Please allow the paladins to go through with their plan. And then you hear a third voice. Duncan, you recognize this voice. She insulted you recently. 
and three on three. Yeah, Talrine materializes in her full form. Four wings, scarlet dress, the underskirts like the cosmos. And she says, if you wouldn't mind helping Palin out, it'd be better for everybody. She says, Otto and Lord Vita here will care for the world below best they can. Save it from any fates that might befall. And finally, I would take a more rightful place up above. Just a thought. And I, oh. uh, do you want to say something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brim would like to ask questions if, if he can. I wonder how much time. I think you can each ask a question. Oh, okay. Goodness. Okay. What would you do with the underneath? And would I be able to go to the sky or would I perish there? I think Tolerine says the sky, what. What will become Saren will be forever separated from whatever we call what is below. Once separate, I'm not certain how one would go from one to the other. I doubt it's impossible, but unlikely. You would probably not perish in my world, she says. And our own Lord Vita is like, And down below, you would be our honored family. And we would guide our world. No more rules. We would get to act as we will. And I think you start slipping away. Duncan, do you have anything you want to say? (laughs) Um, I look at them. I look at Lord Vita. And I'm like, and Dane, this is nothing against you as a person, as a GM. I'm totally in the game right now. Uh, yeah, I'm no, completely we're good. We're, in yep. the game. Uh, okay. And I look at Lord Vita and I say, I got a message from you, small. Just two, like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> just ascend. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I really wish that they had clarified more about what they were going to do with the below. Like, are they going to try and turn it into something similar to their lower to their current domain, or do they want to try and like make it like a prosperous area? No idea. <laughs> death. Um, Duncan and Brim, you suck in breath. For the viewer, I flipped off. Yeah. Death. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're back in Brim's basement. And you both look like basement. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. We're in my dad's den. (laughs) Hey everyone, it's me, Dane. You're here with me in the intermission. Thanks for listening to the Level 1 Podcast. Uh, It means the world that you listen. We work so hard to make it for you, so thanks for for being here. Um, As always, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. It helps other people find the show and helps us build an audience, so thanks for taking the time to do that. Um, Special thanks as always this week to Sage LaTora and Adam Cowell for designing Dungeon World. Special thanks also to TabletopAudio.com, which is where all of our sound effects, sound designs come from. Um, You can go there and uh, kind of up your personal at-the-table game. It's a really cool thing. Go take the time to check it out. Additional thanks to Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook. Some thanks to Peter Johansson, who built the Vampire, Baron, and Warlord playbooks, all of which made a huge difference in this season. Um, Firebrands was designed by D. Vincent Baker, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, it looks like that's it for the intermission. Um, We're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. I've kept you here too long. Let's get back to the show.
<laughs> my dad's dead. <laughs> Gotta have a little levity after all. Um, and you look to your side and Etni's body is pale. And I think Warm Cotton's like and Sina are like, you're back. We pulled it like minutes ago. Did you give us an extra minute or did you no, do it exactly we it at, at 10? 10? We pulled it at 10. You just weren't coming. I knew Where's you Etni? I knew she would. Where's <laughs> Etni? Duncan, I can say it. Etni decided to stay. There were the circumstances uh, with the deal that she made to stay in the first place that meant that she couldn't come back with us. And more than that, she had people that she cared about down there. And I think that for all intents and purposes for now, I think it's best that we leave it at that. I think Warm Cotton sheds a few tears and even like Sinna's taken up by the moment just because Sinna's kind of a sweetheart like that. Yeah. Um, and I want to know I want to have the discussion about what you guys want to do. Because something that happens very quickly is like you guys explain that something ha- something big has to be done. Mm-hmm. And your father, Brim, is like, we need to know. I need to know if I need to send out letters to put together refugee force or if I... Or if... Well, frankly, either way, your family's coming with you to help you finish this last leg. We just need to know what to do. Taylor, there's one more scene I want to do with you and we'll get there, I promise. (laughs) Um, But either way, I want to lay out on the table, you have your answer. You need someone to pull it off, though. Um, And I promise you, Pond is not good enough. If Wicker was still alive, maybe... No, I Thorn think I probably know. could have done it. I, I think Tilden, Tyr, and Tack might be the only yeah. ones who can pull that off. Oh, Christ. Maybe so, Zog but he wouldn't. Zog would not do that. Yeah. Um, so I need to know. So Oberyn's like, what are we doing? Do the elves have some sort of um, arcane technology they built where we can um, preserve Etni's body so we can bury her back in the tree? I bet they can. Actually, Etni had the mark of the black fire in her. I think Etni's body, like, burns away to ash. Like, I think even an hour after you go back to look at it, she looks like a log that's burning out. If Gross. that makes sense. Gross, Taylor. <laughs> what are you doing that? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop, he says to the body. <laughs> no more. That's gross. Well, I think, you know, I put in... I think once it has dissolved, I put it into an urn. No, I think it kind of like does that magic thing where it just drifts away into nothingness. Oh, like, okay, yeah. No, I don't think that's... You can put a headstone back up in Lone Tree. I will. <laughs> I think, I mean, obviously Duncan's very sad and he feels mm-hmm. any absence, but he's not mourning. He's not in grief like he was with Thorn because he got to talk to you before. Was he, it some sudden horrifying yeah, thing? It was. And he got to understand that it was like your decision. I think Brim is like accepting of the fact that uh, that like this is one of many um, like things that like or people that he'll have to say goodbye to in his life. First of many. Yeah, first. Of first many. of most. Yeah. Uh, uh, almost all. Yeah, exactly. So I think for him, it's kind of like sobering. Yeah, I think it's sobering. Mm-hmm. I think you know he, I think he came to the realization that like, that like this is just like a part of his life now. Yeah. Does it scare him that someday he might become numb to it? Um, I don't really think so. 
that might be a very forward-looking fear to have. Yeah, I think, we're processing yeah. that this is a routine thing. That's yeah, I think right now that's it's interesting. Just like you know, this is kind of what it is. Yeah, and it's kind of hard because like you guys get out, lost somebody, and your dad is like immediately like, uh, so, business. <laughs> I think this is a hard conversation to have. Um, does he really want to know? Like right there, can me and Duncan have like some time to hash like? He wants to hash it out with you. Oh, okay. He, he, like, he wants, he's, he's like, talk it out. I don't, he's like, I, I don't care which. Because for the elves, it's, one's a mass mobilization, and yeah. one would just leave the world basically how the elves live. Yeah. You know, so, he's like, we can do either. I but they, just, but you wouldn't be immune from, uh, the underground potentially dying or whatever. No, no, I mean, you wouldn't be immune from, um... No more arcane mages? Would you, uh, from Caspin? Caspin would still be able to attack you. Right. Because they wouldn't lose the power that they currently have. So right. It doesn't so if solve you, that if problem. You, yeah, if you dissolve the ley lines during the breath, it doesn't inherently mean that Caspin's power disappears overnight. Yes. Um, Unless Tilda and Tyrantac agree to, to undo what they've done. Which I don't think that they ever would. Hard to say. You'd have to talk to them. Yeah. Either way, we could convince them to no longer fight for Caspin. In which case, we just. Caspin's army, I mean, it's the breathless and it's reduced. Or we find a way to undo the breathless and then their force is significantly lower than what they have now and they're, they're not strong enough to be the. World-dominating yeah. force that they are. Yeah, they're to maintain an empire or conquer anymore. Yeah. I think that this decision is weighing extremely hard on Brim. Especially because he lives forever, which with not only whatever decision he makes here... He has to he, live with it in a way nobody else does. He has to live with it in a way that nobody else does, but he also has to live with his decision if they do pull... Uh, like basically pull it out for Palin. He, he has, has to, to pick a space to live, sort of. Yeah, he has to pick which area he's gonna live in. Right. Where's Duncan leaning? We have to find Tilda and Turntack. And I gotta break some bad news to them. And some more bad news. Do you really think that we should spread? Also, I feel like I I feel like Brim feels like he's gonna have like Vita and all those people after him for the rest of his existence if he didn't do this hard to know plenty is a long time yeah thank you Duncan <laughs> <laughs> I only got one life <laughs> I'm a little worried that when I do die Lord Vita will not be happy to see me again but then maybe Etni and Thorn can jump in and pull him <laughs> <laughs> Cause the eternal suffering. Or you could be a vampire. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's not the life for me. Yeah, but sound. I was gonna think about that actually. Oberyn says, Where are we falling? Do we have any sort of scrying pool here? Do you have any way to immediately contact people in Caspin? Because we can't, I can't soundly make the decision to not, because I think, I think the best decision potentially either way could be pulling out parts of the world. We can make contact. How long will it take? An hour. <clears throat> So I think, do you want to do that? Uh, what do you think, Duncan? What, who are we making contact with? Should should we just go with Palin's plan, or do we want to make contact with them? Because the problem is, if we make contact with them, and then we decide to not go... What do you mean, do Palin's plan? I just flipped... I just told the <laughs> Lord of Death to go fuck himself, because I wasn't going to do his plan. And I'm going to go do his bidding? Well, I mean, think about... Think about the repercussions if we don't do Paladin's plan. Well, we could go convince the Paladins, is what we could do. Because we could say our solution 
nullifies the, the ley lines. It, 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 yeah, it nullifies arcane magic, but divine magic still exists. We might have to face down an agent of Talrine in the form of Mer- uh, Meridia Twicelane. Moralda Twicelane. We might get pushed back from those branches of the school. Well, I'm not. That's but we not could what I'm fight to influence about. them and get them on our side. That's not what I'm worried about, though. Well, my concern is what my concern is is even if we do somehow pull the magic, first of all, no no mages would be able to function anymore. The existing ones, yeah, they would, but they would eventually die out. Mm-hmm. And then that would leave essentially just vampires and whatever magical artifacts are left. It'll and be divine magic. Yeah, divine, divine magic, magic would yes. go away. Yeah, divine magic would not disappear. So we could do that, and those would be the only things that would exist. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or you leave an underworld and millions, billions of people who live on it to whatever fate. Caspian, Lord Vita, and Ardo decide for it. But what fate would Caspian decide now? Well, because would. if we no, because if we do this, they still hold the army. Their army is not dispelled. But we can try and undo that spell. And if we have one mage on our side who can perform the ritual, they might also be more leaning towards undoing. For me to be on board with the Caspian plan, I would need... For the Caspian plan? Do you mean the... Or for your way? For the third way? For the third way. For me to be on board with the third way. You have a way to maybe... I would need an absolute guarantee from Tilda and Tyrantac that they would do everything in their power to destroy what they've created. To undo the Breathless? Yes. I have a question screened down yeah. for the GM. Yeah. Um, I obviously have no spell. I have no ability to perform the ritual whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But even if Tilda and Turntech, for some reason, perform the ritual and then won't destroy the Breathless, I might have a spell that could destroy the Breathless. But it involves me getting to like level 11 and saying, I'm done, this is the last thing I can do because then I have a ninth level spell. And then, wow! I don't know if you could guarantee that he gets a ninth level. Yeah. Do, do you want to have Tilda and Tyrantech? I think Oberon, uh, Saitel Oberon says, "Do you want to have Tilda and Tyrantech here?" To Anta? To speak with you. Well, I think we I need think to decide. Have, I think we have to talk to them. Yeah, well, of course we have to talk to them. We need to decide: Do we want to talk to Palin first and get him on our side, or well, do we want to talk to? Here's what yeah, I'll say. I think we should talk to them. We could lure them here under false pretenses. I could say that we'd like to discuss terms of surrender, um, have them come as envoys, personally. Oh, and request for them specifically? Yeah. Oh. I think that that would be our best option. I think we'll... You are... Saitel Oberyn, you are a smart man. That's why I'm in charge. Wow. I'll go take care of them. And no wonder your daughter is so smart, too. God, I miss her. <laughs> Don't gives you eyes like, good God. <laughs> so I think about an hour passes, and then you start hearing a sound you haven't heard in a while, like a oh whirring God, sound. Duh. Really? Yeah, the sound of the telemetropeter whirring up, and the tower appears in the courtyard. <laughs> oh, my God, they're excited to see it. Um... And they come down the stairs. Um, Are we upstairs now? In the they come down the stairs of the tower. Oh, okay. Um, and they meet you in the hall. Um, and Tyrantac says, um, "Allow me to uh, whip us up some some refreshments, and uh, we'll uh, just get right down to business." It's so wonderful to do this without violence. <laughs> I love these little guys. The yeah, and the golems like are wandering around until <laughs> the yeah until the sits <laughs> down until <laughs> the sits down across from Saitel Oberyn, and then Oberyn sit, stands up, and Duncan and Brim sit down, and Tilda's eyebrow just raises. She's like, "Explain. We don't. You're not we... here to surrender." Tyrantac, get the tower ready whoa, to go wait, at any wait, moment. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me just whoa. say... Uh... She's just like, Tyrantac, I just want an out in case we need it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I wish Etni could be here to explain our position. Why isn't she here? Um, 
<laughs> I think Brim is just trying to adjust himself to like delivering this, this news. news. Yeah. I, we, oh. <laughs> we had to go. <clears throat> we are about to give you information that can only be found in one place. And that is the Library of the Dead. I open up. Excuse me? I open finish. up Etni's um, like pack and I just put her hairbrush. <laughs> She the made the decision to stay there with Thorn. It was nobody's decision but hers. And she chose to stay. There are tears silently spilling down uh, Tilda's cheeks. I'm sorry that we had to be the ones to break the news. It's relatively fresh for us, too. Yeah, we never really talked much, Tilda, so. <laughs> May I give you some advice? Yes. Get away from this man. And she gestures to Duncan. He's a curse. Everyone around him withers and then dies. Did he tell you what happened to his friend Thorn? He lost his magic trying to help him. That's my secret weakness. And then he died. Etni gained access to the fires of Hellers itself. Withered away, and now she's dead. And look at you, okay. a vampire. That's enough, Tilda. Is it enough, Duncan? Have you taken enough from people? Are you done? Everything I've taken, I've lost. Have you? Or have you spent things? I begged Etni multiple occasions, not just today. To stay. She made that choice of her own free will. And I wonder what made her feel that she needed to leave. What do you want? You know what, uh, Brim, it might be best if you take this one. Yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna... <clears throat> I guess I should formally introduce myself. I don't need introductions, Intel Brimgar, shade of tree breakwater. Oh, thank you for giving my time. It's our business to know things. Yes, I know it's your business to know things, but I know what you don't know, and I'm about to tell you. Then tell me. <laughs> there are... Uh, I'm going to take it that you understand what the current two solutions to the problem that has occurred because of the ley lines are. Yes, Caspin controls everything, and we, the Mages College, have control. Of the ley lines. Or the paladins in all of their cultish fervor decide to crack the land apart. Well, I'm here to present you with the third option. I'll believe it when I see it. Do we have the old journal, the ancient? Yeah, they came with you. <laughs> they they were physical. <sighs> all the dust. <laughs> Don't give them... Spark Don't give him that yet. Hold on I'm going it. to tell you what it is. And if you need proof, you can read through this ancient text. If you don't even want to discuss without the proof, then that's fine. We'll put it away. But, <clears throat> essentially how this works is there is a way to dissolve ley lines completely and put them into the magic of the land. So what you're implying is that no one would ever be able to draw on them again or yes. burn them up. No, not only is that what I'm implying, but what I'm implying is that the mages that exist now, the magic that exists now, that would be it. The only magic that would exist after that is the magic that the elves have been able to create by enchanting weapons, things like that. Basically, it would be <clears throat> very difficult to practice. I am following, yes. Okay. So what you're telling me, let me see if I've got this right. You're telling me that the best way to solve this is a way that will take away the type of person I am, my wife is, your friends were, Duncan. There will never be people like us ever again. I'm not saying it's the best way. I'm telling you it's a way. And you can think what you want about 
<clears throat> about that situation, but that and that you're is certain way. I'd like to see. Can I see the? Yes. May I see? You can see the text. I think she f- files through it. You're right. This would work. Now I'm sure that you realize where I'm going to go with this next, at least part of what I'm going to say. I'll do it. You'll do it. This over... Stop. When Antony discovered this, I was so scared. I was afraid that the world would tear itself apart. We're the problem. We're the problem. Will you help undo the empire that you've created as well? You can't hope. Yes. Yes. She's like sobbing. Like she's like breaking apart. She's like, I only did that. So that somebody was strong enough to stop it. I didn't care. <sighs> she's sort of been rationalizing yeah. it to herself this whole time. Yeah, she's like, I, I told myself it was for the best. And that <sighs> we were doing good in the end. But every time I talked to Etney, I knew we were wrong. The lesser of two evils is still evil. We can undo it. It says that the breath is in three weeks. Tarantak and I, along with hopefully a ritualist, I hope there's one left. We sent assassins to kill them all. You told me about, you know, taking things and using things. <laughs> Confident that we, we, we need to start, we need to go to the heart. We'll have to perform the ritual on the serpent's back. Who else knows? Only the people in this room and at me. And the gods, probably. Did anybody know of any amount of... Is it possible that someone of the Mages College or Caspin... I don't know if the gods even know. They just knew what book we would find the answer in. No, but they but... saw it through your eyes because they gave you the ability to read it. Uh, I think Tolerian, Lord Vita, and Aro can see what you took and uh-huh. puzzle it back. Um, she's like, is there anybody from Caspin or the Mages College who might know about this? That you've been up to something? Definitely. Well, let's think Zagazar, Arcane Archie, we had a run-in with a guy in Tullius, Yen Copes, um, we saw the Breathless Army there. Um... Well, we talked to the whole Jespers family, I don't know where they are, we see, um... Meralda Twiceland, yep, talk to her, yep. Oh, Bartholomew Simon, all the dwarves, all the dwarves know that we were searching for a third way. Um, <laughs> she's like, but mostly Zagazar. <laughs> we will meet you there in three weeks. Leave us this information, and she gestures at the scrolls and things. Could be a trick, is it a trick, is it a trick? They wouldn't do that to Eddie. Do you want to discern realities? Or cast a spell, like true seeing? I think... No, no, no. I think Brim's... I... Actually, Brim, you're... She's not lying. She doesn't have the, the wherewith. You're emotion. You're an empath. Yeah. You would know if, like... She, Deception. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't have... You know that she is too emotionally fucked to be lying at this level right now. Brim's All almost tempted to offer, but... We'll leave this that. We'll make the ritual. It'll dissolve all the ley lines. It'll undo. 
It'll put the breathless to sleep for good. In the meantime, there will be people who will try to stop us. You have to get the people of Lone Tree somewhere safe. Do you have any way for us to contact Palin and... Their enemies. Do you have any way for us to Yeah, we gotta tell him we found a third way. We said, hey, hold off on that alliance six months. It's gonna be much easier to hold the line, per se, if we're fighting with those two than if we are with just us and Anto. I don't fear an army. I fear a specialized group of people. And convincing a country would be a waste of your time. It's a week and a half back by your ship. We can't waste any of our time either. So you don't even think we should bring the breakwater troops? No. But we can't do... We can't do a ritual again because... You guys are preoccupied. We can't do a ritual to transport Lone Tree again. We just have to convince everyone to leave. And the they wouldn't have to. In, in theory, she says, there would be no destruction. They would just be in harm's way. Should, should forces people. march on us to stop the yes ritual? They would be able to come back mm-hmm. if things go our way. You don't think there's any way we could convince Palin that they might stand in defense of Lone Tree? Against Caspin. She spits out this name, not with Meralda twice slain in charge. But what if someone who wasn't Meralda twice slain was in charge, Tilda? Do you have time to go assassinate somebody? I'm not really in the business of assassination, but if I speak, maybe some people will listen. I don't think she should know what we're doing. I think if anything, Aldorfs are only allies and Onto. Onto could send ships up to temporarily take the people of Lone Tree from the coast of Aldorf. It would be a long journey, but we wouldn't have much of an option. Go home. Talk to your people. Decide on the best course of action. We will see you in three weeks. Tilda, out. I think Tilda stands. May I take these? She walks out the hall, and then you hear her break. Just sobbing. And then you hear, after a few minutes, the telemetropeter were up. And Saitel Oberon, your father, Brim, comes in. Brim, I'll get Palma, what's her name? Warm cotton to set the ship right. Fen, Senna, and I will pack. We're not leaving you to do this alone. I would prefer if you stayed. <laughs> you think you're, that's going to happen, then... My goodness, this half year when I haven't seen you has just made you dumber, my phone. <laughs> That's kind of what I figured. <clears throat> Who did you say was coming again? Myself and your brothers. You should leave, Senna. At least. I won't die. I can come back. This isn't only about you. No, it's not about him. Or it's not about me. It's about him and the family which I fought so hard to protect. Son, this isn't a discussion. (sighs) Hey, I for one would be honored to have you, sir. I'm really sorry about that whole thing with your daughter, but I really think it's a great idea if you would come with us, and I'd be honored, sir. sir. The fewer words, the better, Duncan. (laughs) (laughs) Shut so they, down. <laughs> so they start packing up. You guys start packing. 
And I think we get a crossfade. Um, to Etni's feet touching, like, soft grass. Um, as Thorn sets you down. What does Etni look like here? Because Thorn's, like, the idolized version of himself. Like, he has his magical abilities again, carries a wand, but dresses more like a pirate. <laughs> He's got his burns and his ritual scars, but not, like, the scars that his, like, fighting left him. What does that knee look like here? Like a version that nobody except her family has ever seen of her. Mm -hmm. um, she had this favorite linen just like jumpsuit, just like a short-sleeved <laughs> jumpsuit mm -hmm. she had when she was younger. And it's like a version of that, but um, also with like a light robe mm -hmm. on top of it, and her hair is really long, mm -hmm. half up, half down. Are like the dark circles under her eyes from like the black fire gone? Yeah. So, like, I think Thorn, like, walks you down, like, this grassy lane, and you start hearing the ocean, and he says, you have to build your things here, they don't just appear. Um, so, you don't have to stay with us after you build something of your own um but for now and like the path turns into a dock and there's like like a houseboat at the end of it that's got all this like plant life growing on it and it's like rocking gently um and wickers on the deck in a rocking chair um and he waves. He's a little out of earshot still. You okay? I'm... happy. Let's go home. What does the rest of this scene look like? I want you to paint that picture. Yeah, I feel like any kind of like scrunches her toes in the grass and takes someone's hand and walks onto the sand and Makes her feet in again. Just kind of looks up at him and smiles. And then she lets go of his hand that walks across the dog. Toward Wicker. And she hugs him. And she sits down on a bench and pats next to her for her to sit down next to her. And she gives him kind of like a mischievous look and closes her eyes real quick. And this guy above them turns from 
daytime to like golden hour. She doesn't say anything, but she just smiles. Puts her head on the shoulder and they just start a conversation with Booker. 